Good morning, good evening, and welcome to the latest rendition of the AG podcast. That's right, it's me hosting this time round, Jaminea, and uh, with me today, as always, the man who pushes the buttons, Ash Cohen. Evening, mate. Evening, evening, how are you? I'm not bad, thank you very much, mate. What about yourself? Yeah, not too bad. Fantastic, and and our special guest this week, um, all the way from uh, from God's country, it is uh, Marcus. Good evening. Hey, good evening, Paul. How are we? Yeah, not bad, mate. Not bad. Good job you on the podcast. Long time no see. <laughs> Thanks very much for inviting me. Absolutely fine. So uh, just to give everybody a bit of a rundown as to how it's going to go, obviously we'll uh, talk a bit about the Premier League, Championship League one, like we always do. We'll touch on the CC because that's now moved into its uh, sort of final stages, as well as uh, have a little look at the League Cup because, again, it's nearly uh, nearly winding up time. We'll have a quick look at the BFAs and transfers like we always do, as well as touch on the fact that, of course, we had the official vote results now. Um, it's, a, it's a Brexit Brexit poll. We're out. We're resetting. We're going. Um, and then we'll move on to listeners' questions, of which I'm pretty sure there's quite a few, Ash. Is that right? Yeah, yeah we've got a fair few. Um, and we'll go through those at the end. Absolutely. So, um, right, yeah, no better place to start than, obviously, the best league in AG which, of course, is the Premier League. So I'll just run it through, unless anybody's not familiar at the time of recording. So we've got um, first is Tans at the moment, um, Berger in second, yourself in third, Ash, me in fourth, Danger Mouse fifth, Jaxi sixth, Colmore seventh, Messi eighth, Buncey ninth, Aaron down there in tenth, Storm eleventh, Joe twelfth, and Geordie is thirteenth. So I think, Ash, I mean, I'll come to you first, obviously, you know, like we, we normally have a quick conflab. Um, any major socks first of all on this uh, this stage of the season? Um, I don't think so. I think looking at that top six uh, is probably the top six that I would have uh, suggested at the start. Uh, maybe Aaron and Storm. Um, you know, I mean they're tenth and eleventh in the league. I maybe. Maybe expected. <laughs> I can hear Marcus chuckling in the background. Um, I can hear. <laughs> um, maybe expected them to be a little bit higher up um, in the table. Um, but I mean, no. In, t- in terms of the top six, I, I don't see any surprises there. Um, it's uh, it- it- it's been interesting, and it- it- I mean, there's still six, seven, eight games left to go of the season, so it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting to see how that final six ends up but I think the top six that are there at the moment will be the uh, will be the top six I mean the, the one I would probably change my mind on is probably Mouse I think Mouse maybe will drop out and I still think Colmore will get in the top six like I tipped him at the start um, I mean my biggest thing is Aaron and Joe I mean I don't know what you think Marcus but I didn't think you know I mean Aaron not last season but season four won the league and uh, and Joe was comfortably mid table. I think um, you know re- as recently as last season, I believe. So having uh, having those two down in the bottom four is, is quite a shock to me. Not Geordie and Storm, I wouldn't have thought. Yeah, I think um, Joe's way underachieved with the team that he's got. Everybody gives him a hard time over his team because he's got some, you know, he's got a decent squad there. Um, but uh, Aaron, well, um, way underachieved in my book. He should be pushing them top two at the very, very, at the very, very least. Uh, but you mentioned Mouse earlier on. He's come all the way back through the leagues. Mm. I still think Mouse is a decent player. I think he'll finish in the top six. I think I think he even pushed for fourth, Mouse. Even though Colmore's got games in hand, I think he could push you for fourth, Jam. So you think I'm going to finish fourth and no higher? Um, I reckon 
I reckon you might just drop out the top four. Sorry to go, <laughs> Harry. Sorry to go all Harry on you. Uh, <laughs> just the start of a long running feud between me and you. Me and you now, was it? <laughs> Definitely not. I'm, I'm not not that stupid. <laughs> but I think um, I think most might just pinch it, um, and uh, I, I think we'll finish up fifth. I mean, me and Mouse. I think our my last fixture is is against Mouse. Um, you know, so that could be an interesting fixture um, in in the final game week. Uh, I mean, the one I want to sort of look at. I mean, you know, me and um, I've had a real, real bastard of a run of fixtures, to be honest, which culminates tomorrow against Ash. Um, I've played arguably what I would say is the four best players. Again, I'm not played Ash yet, but um, I think I've got the four best players in the league in a run, which was Berger, Jaxi, Tans, and Ash. And um, you know, Berger lost both games. Jaxie drew one, lost one. Um, Tans managed to beat him. You know, so I think I'm the only person to beat him this season um, in what was quite a bullshit game, I'll be honest. But then the second one where he beat me was as well. Um, didn't really help his his typical FIFA shit rant. Um, you know, that sort of uh, he sort of imploded mid game on that one. But um, I don't know what you boys think. And again, obviously, I know we uh, we laugh and we joke, and it's almost the new Harry for me. But for me, I um, I would have no problem selling Tans my entire team to make sure Berger doesn't win the title. Um, because I just, you know, again, I, I'm not not in the spirit of, of digging people out unless it's Harry, like we've said. Um, but Berger, my God, like he is the sorest, lo- uh, sorest winner you've ever met in your entire life. Like he's just horrendous. You know, he's like <laughs> four or five goals up and doing cutbacks. You know, I think it's just, he just, he's proper win at all costs. I'm pretty sure he's like it in the F1 as well, Ash, if I'm not wrong. Um, well, uh, he, he's in the, uh, he's in the minions race, so I wouldn't know. Um, but I've, I've heard, I've heard horror stories. Yeah. I think he's very, <laughs> you know, he's very, very uh, competitive, you know, more, more, you know, fair to him if he wants to be like that. But, Again, I think for me, I, I'm, it's more about the community for me. I'm not as bothered if I if I win. Of course, it's nice to win, but I'm not not as interested in, in it as uh, as Berger is. I think. Mm. Um, I mean, again, props to the lads down the bottom as well. I mean, Jordy, you know, he's, he's having problems with his connection. Is what he keeps saying. Um, you know, every time he every time he loses a game, um, it, it's the it's the connection. Um, and yeah, like you say, I agree, Marcus. You know, Joe, um, and arguably Storm as well. I mean, Storm, fair enough. He's probably not prem quality, but his team more more than his prem quality. And and Joe, Joe shouldn't be down there. Not really. He shouldn't have lost eight games with that team. No way. I think Storm's uh, done really, really well. I've got to be honest. He may he may see this. Oh, you know, he's being critical, but <clears throat> I think he's doing well. I think I I didn't even have him picking up double figures in points. Mm. Season. Well, he's there already. Like you yeah. say, and he's he's got two games in hand on Aaron as well. I mean, imagine the bragging rights if he could become a bubble Aaron. Well, it'd be brilliant. I could chuck him a few uh, mystery BFAs to make sure that happens. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, so I think for me, the Prem it's starting to shape up quite well. Um, and like you said at the start, Ash, obviously we've got a long way to go yet. Um, so it'll be interesting to see who finishes where. I'm still confident I'll finish top four. Uh, you know, I mean, I, apart from yourself, Ash, like I say, I've, I've got most of my hard games out of the way now. I've got yeah. people down the bottom of the table still to I play. Think, so. I mean, I, I'll just look at, I mean, my remaining fixtures, <coughs> my four sets of remaining fixtures are yourself, Berger, Jaxie and Tans. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, I mean, they're all top top uh, top of the table clashes. Um, I mean, just looking at that quickly, I'd be very surprised if Tans didn't go on and win the league now. Um, yeah. I'd be shocked. Um, I mean, I think that probably will finish him off if he doesn't do it, you know, um, because he's obviously had a great season. He's only lost one. Um, and, I mean, he could be 12 points clear by the time he's uh, caught up with Berger in terms of games. Um, so, yeah, going to be an interesting end to the season, but... I have faith in you, Tans. Just uh, don't bottle it as you've done in the past. Yeah, come on, Tans. <laughs> Make sure you can stay out ahead of Burger Boy. No one wants to see him win. <clears throat> Hashtag anyone but Burger. Yeah. Anyway, so we'll move on to the uh, to the championship. <clears throat> and again, I'll just run that through quickly for you boys in case you're not aware. So top, we've got Plunkett, albeit with a lot of more games played than second place. Uh, second place is Paul Lowe's, then Big B, Malian fourth, Goldenbeard fifth, Riverman sixth, seven suited recluse, eighth Packfish, ninth Harry, Joby in tenth, eleventh Jeff Anthony, twelfth Payne Wales, and Bertie thirteenth. I mean, for me boys, again, I'll, I'll I'll hit hit home straight away. The one place to start, it's not Harry, it's not Goldenbeard, it's not Riverman, it's Bertie. Yeah. I love Bertie. I absolutely adore that man. But the fact that he's 13th with that squad in the championship, considering he was a plen player not so long ago, it's an absolute travesty. I mean, Marcus, I don't know what you think, but it's just it's ridiculous. Is it a case of that the squads are starting to level out now and the better players are picking up the uh, the better sorry, the better managers are picking up the better players now? And it's possibly, probably, yeah. You know, you look at that, <clears throat> Paul Lowe's up there, you know, I've always rated Paul Lowe's. I, you know, good, good player when Leon's not playing for him. Mali, <laughs> they're all really, really good players. Uh, and then you look at the bottom of the league, Bertie, Payne Wales, Jeff, um, Joby missed the one transfer. Um, I think that league does itself justice as to where everyone is. And I think just everyone's just caught up with Bertie now and he's feeling the wrath of it, I'm afraid. I think you're probably not wrong. And I think that the situation is, though, for me, that regardless of the fact people are catching up, if you look at his team, they are still so much better than most other teams. Um, and again, I think for me, you know, we'll talk about it later on, but it's it's one of the reasons I can't wait for the reset is because I think when you've got the lower players, you know, that it takes more skill and more quality to actually um, to, to do well and, and to play well. So for me, I, I can't wait for uh, for the newer players to come in. Um, I mean, Ash, what's the the big standout there for you in that league? Is there anybody you think should be doing better or anybody you think um, is maybe doing better than you thought they would? Um, No, I don't think so. Um, I mean, obviously, we just touched on Paul Lowe's. We know Paul on his day can be really, really good. And uh, it it is a premiership player, I think. You know, I think just in the past, he's not had... Uh, he's not had enough consistency. You know, we you know we love that word on this podcast. Um, hmm. you, you know, so uh, I'm not surprised to see him up there. Plunkett, yeah, I mean, you know, when people go on about this season about Plunkett, it's going to be his season. He could go up. Um, I, I can't really talk too much of experience. I haven't had too many games against him. Um, but I mean, there doesn't seem to be anyone there that really really stands out. I mean, Bertie yourself with the. Um, as you said, the team that Hiberti has, um, you do ask the question into how he's uh, how he's down the bottom of the league. You know, it's um, it's a good, he's only picked up one win all season, and that yeah, that, that that's shocking. Um, I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know. There must be a bit of unrest. Maybe he's lost the dressing room. 
Um, but I mean, <laughs> I he's, he, he, he's going to be playing League One football next year. Um, and uh, uh, well, I mean, obviously, I know the reset's coming, so it's going to be no. It, it, he's going to go start from the beginning. I mean, maybe you know, lower rated players might might help him again. Um, we'll wait and see. But no, there's no real surprises in that league. Just looking at the uh, how the way stands, Harry. Uh, Harry's just skiving above the uh, relegation playoff spaces there. Um, Going to be interesting to see how he fares out. He's actually got a few games in hand in, on, on Joby below. Um, so he might avoid that relegation spot. Um, but let's uh, not to say that's, uh, there's any surprise there. Mid-table, pushing towards the bottom half of it. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously... By the time we do the next one, we probably have a better indication in who's going to win and who's going to, you know, be in those spaces. But no, uh, no real surprises other than Bertie, I would say, in that division. Just on Bertie, guys, just a quick one. Do you not think that his front two um, of Mandzukic and Zeko are, are not suited to this game? Uh, I think they they are, but I think you only have one of them. Yeah, I think you, you can't have two people that play like that you've got to have you know i mean he had martinez for a while joseph martinez um and before he traded him to tans i think he had inaki williams um for me he should have gotten rid of of one of the big guys and kept one of the smaller quicker guys um and, you know playing playing two big men doesn't doesn't really work in this game i think it works if you like bry or like harry and all you ever do to score a goal is cross the ball cross the ball um, yeah you know but and you know you don't really have much skill to do that um, I've not played Bertie that often, but yeah. does he play that way? No, no, they, 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 he's he's very much passing. Yeah, he passes all the time. He passes through the middle, um, quite a narrow formation. So, again, you probably hit the nail on the head there. Again, maybe he's he's just got the wrong mix of players. Um, but I mean, the funny thing is, I mean, looking looking at Harry, obviously we know we like to talk about Harry on the podcast, but everyone from sort of Harry down, I think, is at risk of relegation. Everybody from Packfish up. I mean, there's only six points between second and eighth. You know, I mean, six yeah. points between those places, that's crazy. I think, um, you know, you look at it and, and Packfish, you know, he's got got two games in hand as well. There's no reason he couldn't finish in comfortably in the uh, in the sort of top of the playoff places. So it is really an interesting one to watch. And it's like we said for a while, the championship is by far the most competitive division Yeah. where anybody can beat anybody. You know, the Premier League, you've almost got two divisions in there. League One, you've got two divisions. And the championship... Literally, it wouldn't surprise me next week if Bertie went and beat Plunkett. You know, that, that wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me one bit. I don't know what you think about that. <clears throat> yeah, but, um, yeah. I mean, I, I I agree. I mean, we've said this on the podcast many a times before that you know that is a competitive division. Um, I think it's the most competitive one out of the all three of them. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's the one that you can never really quite call. I mean, one of the things that I do like the fact is that the championship, again, you know, you look at it and, again, five red cards on the screen there already, you know, three of which are Jobies. Um, I think when we, when we move on to League One, I think it's even worse. I think the Premier League's had one red card and that's it. You know, it just talks about the fact, you know, we're, we're pure players, you know, we just like to score goals, pass the ball. <laughs> you know, we don't like to hack each other down in rage when we don't win. But uh, anyway, moving on to League One, because best to uh, best to move on straight to that. I mean, again, you look at League One, Red Rhinoceros, there you go, there's two red cards. Shocking, isn't it, really? Um, so I'll just run down the League One table so you guys can have a quick look. So we've got Bonzi in first. 
Hilly second, Red Rhinoceros third, fourth is Nakeds, five Worm, six Burnsy, seventh just outside the playoffs is Wince, Diadex is eighth, Rye Jones ninth, Chunna's tenth, Gaz, Wiz and Soggy make up the bottom three. I mean, straight away, Marcus, I'll, I'll draw your attention straight away. I want your opinion on Soggy. You know, I mean, winner of the Dazaraza tournament, yes, it was a handicap. But he's gone from that to now being below Wiz and Gazgrass with, with playing two games more. I mean, what do you make of that? He's exactly where he should be. <laughs> all along. The lad is exactly where he should be, right at the bottom of his formation. Shocking. Shocking, mm. unbelievable. I can't talk about an admin <clears throat> like that, so I better uh, move on. Um, Gaz. Gaz, actually, um, I've known Gaz for a few years now. Towards the end of each FIFA, Gaz has always started to come good. His scores don't show it there. He's got a couple of wins on the board. But he always starts to come good towards the end of FIFA. A bit like what Storm has done this time around. Uh, but I, I can't see that bottom thing changing at all. Um, the one that does stick out in the playoffs once again, Rhino. Now, isn't this the third season running he's been there? I think so, yeah. Maybe. Pressure again. You can see the losses starting to come on the end there. Maybe drop out. Uh, he's got to go up this year for me, Rhino. Has to go up. There's no excuses now. You think? Yeah, no excuses. He's got to go up this time. Maybe what about wins? Um, wins. Uh, no, no. I'm going to say Rhino. I'm going to say Rhino's got to go up this time. Uh, okay. The old fella. Through the playoffs. Through the playoffs. Yeah, through the playoffs. He'll bottle getting into the top two like he usually does. <laughs> I mean, it looks like it's it looks like it's Bonzi now, doesn't it? Bonzi's league to win. Um, you know, two games in hand. You look at his form; it's all green. Um, you say that. I mean, naked. I mean, naked. I've just um, you know sold him um, Ibrahimovic. You know, and again, that could push him on into that top two. You know, he's only three points behind Hilly. Hilly's got sort of dodgy form. You never know. Um, again, I think. I mean, Worm. Again, two games in hand. I mean, Ash. What, what do you think? Who can you see dropping out the playoffs if anyone? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, Rhino. I think um, you know. I think it's going to be Rhino's year. You know, I'd like. I'd like to see him go up. You know, he's always been up there the last couple of seasons. And I remember at the start of FIFA, he got slated for being in the bottom half. I mean, I won't name names. You know, of uh, of who who used to slate him, um, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Rhino could well go up in the uh, in the playoffs. I'd like to see him do so. Wince, Wince seems to have fallen away a little bit, although he is only four points behind Burnsy with two games in hand. So maybe he might also get into the playoffs. Maybe we'll have a Wince-Rhino final, which and then one of them will at least go up <laughs> after we'll finally go up and taste championship play, you know, championship football. Um, they find a way to bottle it. They'd end up drawing or something. And they go to golden goal for the rest of eternity. Yeah. Um, I mean, just looking at the bottom half of the league, I mean, soggy cabbages, well, it's clear that, you know, playing defensive football doesn't work, you know, 10 at the back. Um, It it just shows two wins the entire season and he's lost 13. So actually, this defensive football is not working. Um, you know, uh, if you're finishing below Wizzy Fox or Gazgrass, then you know your season's gone shit. Um, and that's no disrespect to the players. You know, Wizzy and Gaz have known a long time. Um, been on the site for a long, long time. Great, you know, great, great people. 
but not good FIFA players. Um, but I mean, yeah, soggy, 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 soggy. I hope maybe next FIFA you may, you know, actually go up the field a little bit more um, because, you know, you're, you're going to be stuck in that division for a long, 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 long time if you still play the way you do come next FIFA. I mean, for me, there's, there's what, there's, I'd say, four things or, or five things that are certain in life. You know, death, taxes, Soggy being defensive on FIFA, Storm complaining about Spurs, and Tans buying the new FIFA despite saying he won't buy it. Yep, uh, and the uh, ultimate edition of that, shall I just add, you you, you see here, he's going, oh, fucking FIFA's shit, FIFA's broke, going to go to Pez, and uh, he'll be sitting there on the A-access seven days before this big ultimate edition that he's just got his 40 FIFA, you know, FUT packs. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, quick quick segue on that, boys. I mean, Marcus, have you seen that um, one of your uh, superstar players made it onto the cover of Pez today? At Man United. Have you seen that? Scott, yeah. Tom- Scott, Scott McFucking Tommy. Yeah. Absolutely awesome, ridiculous. Awesome. I mean, what sort of what sort of game puts Scott fucking McTominay on the front he of a game cover? Alone. He's all right. He's, he's, that just... he's all right. He's going to be the linchpin of our midfield for the years to come. And what does that say about Manchester United? Oh, we're dog shit. <laughs> Honestly, if Tams, if you're listening, and obviously, of course you are, because who doesn't? Um, for me, if you want to know about Pez, then there you go. That's it in a nutshell. They're putting Scott McTominay on the cover. I mean, Jesus. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's pretty much scraping the barrel there, isn't it? Anyway, enough slating and even talking about Pez, because it's a waste of breath, isn't it? Um I mean, I mean to sort of round off League One, I would say. I mean, again, is there any way you think that we, we've talked about the playoffs and, we, and we've talked about right at the bottom? Is there anyone from that middle pack that you can see Ash sort of, you know, breaking away and making it into the playoffs? Um, possibly. So, I mean, I'm talking. I'm talking. Rye Jones, Winston, and Diadex, I think. Um, no, probably not. Um, you know, Rye Jones. You know, Shops is a. Ships and shops is changed all the fucking hell. Let's get that out right. Changes his team out all the time. Um, you know, I don't think there's any real consistency with Rye. I, I can't see anything really pushing on. Um, I, I think probably Diadex and or Rye were the only two that may have caught up, but I, I think the only one that might replace anyone in the playoffs will be Wint. Um, and even then, we'll, we'll wait and see. With that. I mean, for me, I, I can see Wins and Burnsy swapping places, um, and that would be the only one. I don't know about you, Marcus. Um, I, I think it'd be Ray Jones um, if I had to stick my neck on the line. Yeah. Uh, I can't, yeah, I can't see Tunner. I think Tunner's a little bit too far back now. Um, Ray Jones had a push, but um, no. I think Wins will win his two games in Ireland and then go into the playoffs. Um, and stay there for the remainder of the season. I think the playoffs will be Rhino, Naked, Worm, and uh, Wentz with Burnsy just being edged out. Fair enough. I mean, what we'll do now, boys, we'll just move on, because obviously we've got the uh, the leagues rounded off there. We'll move on to the CC, um, which is just starting to come to uh, to a bit of an end. So, uh, first of all, on the CC, we'll just have a quick look at the old uh, the old elite final. So we've got Golden Beard, Jaxi, Mouse, Tams, Joe, and somehow Joby's in there as well, bless him. Um, I mean, Marcus, first impressions, who's going to win? Marcus, are you taking your time to think about it? 
Yeah, just having to think about yeah. that. We've heard that dreaded Joey, silence before. Joey was in the top uh, <laughs> top tier, was that what it was? Yeah, yeah, I nearly fell off his stool there. All right, fair enough, um, I understand that, to be fair. I think, well, it's between Jaxi and Tans. Yeah, uh, I'd like to see Tans do the double, uh, because yeah. I think if he's going out, as he's been saying for the last six weeks, and he's going to switch to bed. And it'd be nice for him to go out on a high. Um, but then we'd never hear the last of that. Oh, I went out on a high. I did this, I did this. Uh, but I can't see anybody outside of them two winning it. Um, Joby, Joby is actually not a bad player. No, definitely not. He's good. And he's got his head on it. And if he actually took part in transfers and looked to improve his team, um, he would be... He would be a decent player. He would be pushing the top half of the championship. Um, but I think he just doesn't get. In, <clears throat> excuse me. He just doesn't get involved enough. Mm. Um, so, Joe, no, I think he'll underachieve again. Golden Beard is hit and miss. Um, so I think it's between Jaxie and Talons for me. Yeah, I mean, I, I would, I would definitely concur. I mean, again, Jaxie. He, you know, I I can't play against him. He's just he's too good for me. Um, and again, which is another reason I'm looking forward to the reset to get these sort of slower, less skillful players in. Because um, I think that will be a bit more, a bit of a leveller. Um, but yeah, I mean, for me, it's going to be Tans um, with Jackson very very close behind him. What about you, Ash? What do you think? Yeah, I, I would agree. Those two will be the uh, the two sort of standouts in that group, and I think they'll be the top two. Which order? I don't know. I, I'd probably say Tans just because of the season he's had, and he seems to be on a real consistent form. Um, but that's not rolling anything out of Jaxie. Um So yeah, I mean, if you if I had to stick my neck out, I'd say Tans, but I think it'll only be like a point, a point or two. What okay, is, okay. um, is Jaxi's style of play anyway? Because I've never played him. Yeah, basically it's ultimate team. If you've ever seen a you know a Twitch streamer play ultimate team, it's just exactly the same as that. Um, you know, sort of little flicks here, flicks there. Um, you know, very high pressing, very similar to Tans. Kind of if you mix Tans and Ash's play together, right? Is what I would say. But but throw in some skills, throw in a, throw in a dash of Jeff Anthony in there. <laughs> you know, you might well imagine how ugly that would be. Tans, Ash, and Jeff Anthony. Oh, <laughs> a terrible love child. <clears throat> um, right, we'll move on to uh, the Challenge Cup lower, the commoners, the scum. Um, so we've got Ry Jones, Paul, Bunsey, Storm, Plunkett, and Aaron. Uh, I mean, Aaron, wouldn't it be fucking hilarious if Aaron could go in and win it after the whole debacle of how he got in there in the first place? Um, I mean, for me... I would say the winner of this will be Plunkett. I'll stick my neck out. I think Plunkett will win. Ash, if you want to take your opinion first. Um, I think it's going to be Ryan Jones. Oh, no, no, sorry, wrong thing. Um, yeah, Plunkett, I think, you know, it's difficult to look past him. I think I think the problem with Aaron, and I think what lets him down in these games, is that he loses his head, and he loses it very, very easily. Um, <laughs> if he didn't lose his head... And if he took, you know, a minute to cool down in games and sort of balance himself back out and, you know, have a refresh, so to speak, he, he yeah. would get back into games. I think his problem is he, he drops his head, he starts getting silly, and then you start going 2-3 up against him and then it does become game over. Um, 
if he could, you know, if he could rediscover his form, or should I say his, uh, his, uh, you know, his mentality from FIFA 13, then he might be onto something. Um, but yeah, I mean, Plunkett's been very impressive this season. It's difficult not to look past him out of that division, out of that group. Um, but I, I couldn't call that outright though. Um, Plunkett, I would say, but not maybe by, uh, by as much as people may think. Okay, uh, Marcus, what do you think? Yeah, um, just thinking along the lines of what Ash said then, really. Um, Aaron should be walking this, to be honest. Should be walking this group, uh, but I can't see it. I think Plunkett will just, uh, his consistency, we'll see him over the line. But like Ash says, with Aaron, it's just about his getting his consistency. Once he gets a run of games together, three, four, five games on the bounce, and he's winning games, he can be unstoppable. Um but unfortunately, his head goes too easy. Um, as I've heard in parties the last couple of weeks, his head goes really, really easy, and then it's game over from there, really. So mm. yeah, I think I think it's Plunkett. I mean, yeah, I think again, it's going to be a tight one in it either way. But um, again, I think it's the Communist final, so who cares? Um, right, let's move on to something else. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, just before we move on to uh, the most recent BFA. Um, I just want to quickly talk about the League Cup. Um, it's more of a, a sort of apology, really, to all my adhering fans. Um, I had a real chance to actually win something this season, and I completely fucked it up and lost to Storm, which is really disappointing. Um, because you look at how the League Cup sh- shaped up, and before me and Storm played, it was a case of the winner was going to come from me, Bunsey, Mouse, Storm, or Nowintz. And if you're sitting there before you're about to play Storm in a quarterfinal, thinking that you've only got to play either Storm wins, Bunsey or Mouse to win the League Cup, I mean, come on. I mean, I, I think that's a, that's a pretty decent, you know, you've got a good chance. I'm not, I'm not saying I can beat any of them. You know, all of them could beat me easily um, and vice versa. But still, you know, there's no Jaxie, there's no Ash, there's no Tams, there's no Aaron. You know, there's no, there's no big players in there. And uh, and to go out two one against Storm, I mean he deserved it. I'll be honest, he deserved it. Um, but oh god, it was soul destroying. <laughs> it really was. It was a crushing defeat. Um, I mean, who do we think? Obviously, Bunsey's already in the final, and then it's out of No Wins and Storm to meet him. Who do we think is going to win that, Marcus? If you go first, um, I think it'll be Wins. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Pass on me for a sec. All right, Ash. What do you think? Um, yeah, I, I think, uh, I mean, well, he says it all when Winston, Wince, Buncey and Storm are all in the final. Um, yeah, I mean, Storm, oh God, could you imagine Storm winning a trophy? Exactly. Oh, for God's sake. Um, no, no, it, it can't. You won't hear the end of it. Um, but that being said, I think I would, I would tip him to beat Wince. Yeah. Um, and... I don't know if I'd tip him to beat Bunsey. I'm not sure. Bunsey's play is really... He's the complete opposite to Jaxi. Bunsey plays very methodical, like very much like Bertie. He plays it around the back a little bit and will only push up when you know when the team's ready to do it. So I think you know, that could be the way to go against Storm because Storm, if you get into a bit of a ding-dong and turn it into like a basketball match, you know, sort of you attack, I attack, he, he can be pretty good on the counter-attack. Yeah, um... If I had to stick my neck out, I'd say probably wins. 
Okay, so two for wins. I mean, I'm going to go Bunsey. I think I think Bunsey could do it. Um, I mean, it's interesting. None of us have gone Storm. Um, and again, he's probably got the best team out of the lot. And, and, you know, he's the highest. Well, but I know Bunsey's in there, actually, isn't he, as well. So Bunsey's the highest placed in the leagues. But, yeah, I think it's a, it's a difficult one. But again, it's just fantastic, isn't it, how the League Cup shaped up. You know, all the big boys fell quite early on. Um, yeah. And let's not forget, you know, Bunsey, to get to the final, he's beat Hilly, who's second in League One. Tans, who's obviously first in the Prem, Paulos, who's second in Championship, and then Mouse, obviously, who's in the Prem as well. So, you know, he's um, he's done well to get there. So, uh, yeah, I'm tipping Bunsey to win for me. I think he'll uh, he'll pick it up. Um, so uh, we'll just move on, just before we uh, move on to something else quickly, just to recap the most recent BFA, because we had a, an absolutely huge, you know, amount of higher-rated players come in. Um, I mean, Ash... First of all, I mean, if we come to you, I mean, you didn't sign anybody in this BFA. You've still got quite a lot of cash in the bank. What did you think of, obviously, the standout signing, which, of course, was uh, Gareth Bale and uh, wow. Storm picking Bale up for £130 million. <laughs> That's a lot of money, but he's the uh, best player in the league, I think, now. Um, you know, and the, you pay for... You get £130 million worth, I think, on this game. Uh, very overpowered, very quick, high finishing. I mean, I don't know where... Uh, Storm plays him, um, but I mean, if any, <laughs> yeah, left back. Um, if anything, I'm quite glad it went to Storm, you know, um, and not someone that could actually, uh, you know, use him effectively. Um, <laughs> All right, daggers. Oh, can hear Storm. I can hear Storm saying something in the background. Um, yeah, I mean, that's big money, and uh, I hope, uh, you know, it, it's a shame that Storm wasn't up there, really, you know, challenging, because that might have been, uh, all, all serious aside, it might have been a, a, a game-changer for him, um, you know, um, it's just, a, you know, it's a shame not to see him up there. I mean, I, I, I did go in for an offer, I went in for Joshua Kimmich, uh, I, I did go in 50 million on him, wasn't meant to be, Jaxie outbid me uh, by 10 million on that. So some good players in there, um, you know, and we would have done some business, but, you know, it's the beauty of a BFA. You never, never know what you're going to get, and especially on a blind one. Um, wasn't meant to know, but, you know, we've got a bit of cash. I'm sure there'll be, uh, you know, there'll be another big, big coming in for at least uh, a player between now and the end of the season. Watch this space. I mean... <laughs> I mean, yeah, you've got a fair point there. I think a lot of people are actually sort of, it's dawning on them, I think, Marcus, that, you know, there isn't actually going to be that big explosive necessarily transfer deadline day, or maybe there will be, you know, who knows? But I think people are realising, shit, I've got a lot of cash, and actually now we've decided to have a reset, I need to spend some of this cash, because we talked on the last BFA, and I'm not sure if you listened to it, but, um, you know, we, we said about the fact that people seem to be holding on to their cash for BFAs. Um, I mean, what what's your opinion on that? It's understandable. I mean, the hardest thing at the moment was we, we've obviously had a big influx of members last season, mm. which took 160 players out of out of the league straight away. Now, I would say about 20-30% of them would have been BFAs, yeah. about, about the 81-82 mark. The balance decides up. All of a sudden, you've taken them players out, so I've had to go and shoot up in ratings. And between 84 and 99, whatever Messi and Ronaldo are, there isn't that many players. 
So you're going to have no. people holding back because they know that the big boys are coming in at some point within the next two to three weeks. But that's not to say that it's going to continue that way. Mm. Um, I do have plans. Uh, whether I put them into place, I don't know. I'm just going to see how it pans out. Uh, but just just looking at obviously Gareth Bale and Storm, he could be the decider in the game versus wins. Spending mm. money like that, 130 million, in, in a cup semi-final, he could be the deciding player for Storm. I think spending that much, because Storm usually doesn't have the balls. He'll run hard, he'll ask people's opinions, kind of can't think for himself half the time. That's the trouble with Storm. Um, but I think spending that much on Bale might have guaranteed him in a, a place in the final against Wins. Yeah, I mean, it might have even kept him up as well. I mean, you look at it and, you know, he didn't just spend £130 million on Bale, he also spent 31 on Edison, you know, the City goalkeeper. So he spent £160 million in one BFA. Yeah. Um, you know, which um, not many... I'm surprised. I don't know whether it's because we're coming to the end of this particular cycle of players or what, but not many people spoke about it and sort of saw it as a big shock, really. Um, but saying that, you know, Riverman went, I think, did he go £115 million for Bale? Yeah, yeah, um, big bids. There was three bids, him and Bertie as well, wasn't it? You know, they both they all went over a hundred million. Um, you know, me myself, you know, I went straight away. I was like, right, I you know, I don't need any forward players, I've got too many of them. I need a centre back. So, you know, eighty, eighty four million I went on Varan and just thought, yeah, fuck it. You know, he's good he's probably the best centre back, um, barring Van Dyke, you know, that's gonna come into the game. So why not? Um, you know, and I think it's it's proven proven fruitful for me anyway. Um but I think, yeah, I think it's interesting to get your opinion on it because obviously, you know, ultimately you are the person who decides who comes in and, and when. Um, and I think obviously when we come to a reset, which we're going to talk about in a second, I think it's important next time that, you, like you say, we do consider the, the, the implications of recruitment drives and we do consider um, the impact of a big influx of members, you know, how, how that makes things play out. Because ultimately, like you say, it is going to quicken the leagues up and it is going to make things... Um, you know, progress a lot faster than maybe they would have done previously when we had, you know, two leagues or three leagues of yeah. 10. You know, now we've got three leagues of 13. You know, who's to say that before the next season, when the next FIFA comes out, there's big interest, you know, they've got the lads playing this uh, this club's league. We don't get another 10 members say, oh, yeah, I, I want to join in, actually. Mm. You know, and, and it, it means we do have, um, you know, we do have a lot of players going straight into it. So it is a, it's a big commitment, you know, to... Uh, to get all those players in, and it's it's it is very difficult, a bit of a puzzle to to work it all out. But hey, that's that's why you don't get involved in the leagues, and and why you sit there on the side with your wads of cash, as as the uh, as the old banker. Yeah. Um. So I mean, just quickly, um, I mean, just again, while you're on, Marcus, it makes sense to ask you, of course, um, the uh, the decision, the vote to reset. I mean, what did you think about it? Did you think it would be as... Because as, it was actually quite split, wasn't it, really? Um, was it sort of two-thirds for and a third against? Yeah, when I initially put the post out, um, uh, there were a couple of votes that came in straight away for reset next season. Mm. Then all of a sudden, I had a huge influx of reset season 29. Mm. So I think they were stood on 10 votes to three at one point. Um, and I was thinking... Okay, this is going to be a reset on season twenty-nine. Mm. Then all of a sudden, the next lot of uh, the next batch of votes come in, um, and it kind of swung the other way. And then season twenty-eight kind of ran away with it. Um, did I want it to reset? 
personally, yes, I think we've come to the end of our tether. Um, I get what people are trying to say in terms of, you know, they've been through a reset before and um, it, it is a lot of work. But what you've got to realise is that we've spent <clears throat> the best part of 15, nearly 16 months without a reset. Yeah, That's massive. That's huge. Um, and to, to put the work in, if the work takes two weeks, that work is going to last you 15 months. Yeah, of course. The wait. It's well worth the wait. Um, I think people have just got to be patient. The guys will smash it out, no doubt about that. We'll all pitch in, we'll all be doing squads, etc. all that, and we'll get it up and running. And we'll try and do things in the meantime as well. So it won't just be a, a big lull in, in the site. It'll be, it'll be you know, maybe a tournament or two using last season's teams. Mm. Um, you can put your squad back together just for a mini tournament while we sort everything out. There's loads of options that we can use. Yeah. I think it's interesting, again, you know, those people that were sort of almost like naysayers, you know, saying, oh, well, that's it now. As soon as we get FIFA, it's going to be boring until we get our teams. Like I say, just really pessimistic. Just put your old team back together and just use that. You know, all those people that have invested in youth, um, you know, at least for a few weeks, you'll see it pay off if, if they've done better. You know, you look at someone like Jao Felix, 76 rated or 77 rated, whatever he is. He's probably going to be rated sort of, you know, low low to mid 80s on the next game. Mm. Um, you know, so there's no problem with using him in, in the first few weeks while you get your team set out. Um, but yeah, I think it's um, I think it was definitely needed anyway, was my opinion. Hence my reason for voting to reset. Again, like you say, a bit of admin work, but hopefully it'll be worth it in the in the long run. And also, second point and last point on it is that I think when you get to this stage myself included you know people like when i get someone like lacazette or when ash gets delict there's no way i don't know what you think ash there's no way i'm really moving him on i can't really improve him so what's the point you know i might as well keep hold of him and i think when we go to the lower rated players i think there's a much more of an appetite to to do a bit of wheeling and dealing do business yeah yeah i'd agree yeah is, is what i would say anyway but um anyway Enough from me, Ash, if I throw the old talking bat on over to you, if you yeah. can head up the listeners' questions, please. Yeah, mate. yeah, brilliant. No, thank you, as always, for everyone that uh, sends in your questions. <laughs> it is a big portion of our podcast, and it's really, really nice to uh, to get those in, and especially when we've got uh, special guests on. So really, really well done to everyone that does get a question in. Um, Right, I will run through them uh, in terms of... Uh, there's a mix between uh, one for Marcus and one for the uh, for the whole panel, so I will uh, obviously go through those as well. Um, the first set of questions is for Marcus, and these have all come from Malian. Um, so question number one is, what made you decide to set the site up? Um, I was part of another site, uh, <clears throat> a very good one actually. Um, it was fully automated. Um, made my way through, uh, started running the site for two years, but the owners um, had zero interest in updating it. Uh, we had a lot of good members around. I think we had a core of about 10, maybe 10, maybe 15 members, um, and it was frustrating from an admin point of view. Um, so I just decided enough's enough. I'm not wasting my time. I'm going to go ahead, do it on my own. Uh, two or three admins came with me, never asked them to, they just followed anyway because they knew that I was going to try and push it as much as what I could. Um, and that was just the basic reason why. There was no, there's no 
no other answer to that. It was just that the other site was heading nowhere. Um, and we and I decided to go on my own and actually push this one on. And here we are nearly 10 years later. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's just, uh, it's been a long, long time. Um, second question, it must have, <laughs> it leads me into the second question. It must have taken a lot of time, effort and money. Do you still enjoy it? And is it difficult to keep the site active, thinking up new ways to keep the site proactive? I'll do, uh, I'll do this one bit at a time. Um, initially, it took a little bit. Obviously, it was all new to me. Um, so it's a learning curve. If I had to start it, if I had to start another site afresh, it would probably be up within a couple of days because I've learned from that experience. Um, so initially, yeah, it took its time. Um, effort and money, loads of effort initially. It's all about having a good team around you. It's not about one man. One man makes the decisions, one man owns the site. But when you've got a good team around you, which I've always tried to aim for, and touch wood, I've always had a good team around me, um, then the effort, it just all, it just all pulls together. Money, <laughs> I guess, and even tell my wife how much. <laughs> we won't go there, I don't think. Uh, but yeah, quite a bit of money. Do I still enjoy it? Love it. Wouldn't wouldn't swap it for the world. And is it difficult to keep the site active? I mean, it's more bouncing ideas off everyone, really. Um, we're always asking for, what do you want? Again, it's not about me saying, right, you're having this, you're having this, you're having this, or admins dictating what they want to see. It's about what the members want. So if people want to speak up and they want to change things, we can always work around it. For every every thousand ideas that come through the door, you're always going to have two or three that are game changers. Um, and it's all all the ideas that we've ever had have always pulled together. Um, and, and that's been the key to it all. Um, once you've got a site that is flowing and it works, the activity just comes with it automatically because people want to be a part of it. Yeah, yeah, no, I think that's that's it, and it's uh, it's really really great to see. Um, question three: What is your most memorable thread? I've got two. Um, the first one, it's way back in general discussion. It's Storm discussing how he how he got his gamer tag. <laughs> um, it's, it's a spelling mistake because it was supposed to be Desert Storm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, never knew that. That's brilliant. Believe it or not, it's in there somewhere, Jam. You'll have to uh, have a crack that one out for sure. And the second one was uh, a couple of weeks back with the Tortoise. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was absolutely crying at my desk in work. People <laughs> asked me when dosing. What's he laughing at in there? And the tears were rolling down my face. Both of them two were absolutely brilliant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There have been some really, uh, really, really good threads over the years. Uh, some really funny ones and some really amusing ones. Um, and I mean, threads uh, have had. Uh, I mean, uh, I, I don't know how many people know the story of uh, Worm, Worm and the threads. Mm. Um, I, don't, I don't know if you want to quickly mention, uh, uh, give a brief summary on that. Yeah, we had a we had a two hundred page um, club thread going, and uh, Worm decided to delete the whole lot. So uh, we lost a good thread there. That <laughs> on top of that, we've also had Ginge. Ginge, um, Ginge rearranged the whole forum for us automatically. He pushed a button in the admin panel that moved every single thread to the archives. And I mean, 
every single thread. I think I worked it out. It was something along the lines of, um, I think it was about 5,000, between five and 6,000 threads that he moved. And we had to move one back one by one because we didn't have a backup. So, yeah, that was uh, a good time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we had some uh, we had some interesting uh, things happen over the years. Uh, question four: On a serious note, we all like a bit of bants, and I know there are a few unique personalities on here. But from from the moment I I joined the site, I noticed that a lot of people seem to pick on a certain member. I'm sure he's not taken it all to heart, and seems like he gives it back when he can. But do you think Harry deserves the stick he gets? Oh, um. It's a difficult one. Harry's the type of person that puts his mouth in gear before he engages his brain. That's Harry's trouble. Um, and he gets himself into trouble because of it. And people hammer him and they give him... When it gets personal, it's it's not fair. And I have stopped it two or three times. Um, so does he deserve the stick he gets? Probably most of the time, yeah. Um he just needs to think because if you get Harry on a one-on-one situation, he's a really nice lad, really nice lad. When he gets in a party, it's like whoosh, everything yeah. goes like a bottle of pop. You know yourself, ask a good game game with him longer than enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's it. Um, I mean, Harry, I don't think he'll ever take anything to heart unless, as you said, it gets personal. But I mean, it's um, yeah. I mean, Harry, Harry's a good lad. He just uh, sometimes brings it upon himself. Um, think before, no, yes, think before you speak, Harry. That's a bit of advice I could give you. Um, and final question from Malian. Fucking hell, Malian. Bloody hell. Give some space to other people, yeah? <laughs> la- la- last of all, is it true that Riverman offered you a reach around and tried to save up 350 million Scudo for Ronaldo to be added to his squad? Um, yes. The reason being is that um, that's why I've tried to lose so much weight is that Riverman couldn't do a reach around with me. <laughs> so I've been on a bit of a diet the last couple of weeks. So I'm hoping once the reset happens, we can uh, talk again, especially for 350 million. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of money, a lot of money. Um, right, next question has come from Riverman, and this is uh, this is uh, I think it's quite a good question. Um, this is for everyone. If you had to spend one. Uh, if you had to spend an evening having a few pints with one of the following managers on the subject listed, who would you choose? So, Tans on the deficiencies of FIFA 19, Storm after Spurs have lost a game, uh, or Burnsy with his generic drivel. Uh, Jam, I'll come to you first. Um, I think Burnsy would be last because just just because I think <clears throat> with with Tans and Storm. You've got the fact that Storm, I think, would keep buying you drinks. So I think, you know, there's one positive there. Um, and at the same time, I guess, obviously, Spurs, you could probably get on board with a bit of, you know, Spurs deficiency chat. So that, that wouldn't be a problem. Um, Tans, again, I think, um, yeah, I don't know. It's difficult, isn't it? You know, you hear the same thing over and over again. But it's that kind of thing where... You don't just take it with a pinch of salt. You take it with an entire salt mine because you know he's going to buy the next FIFA. <laughs> um, you know, so it, oh, it's difficult. Probably, probably Tans. Mark, Marcus. Uh, are we going to put them in order? Uh, well, I don't have to. Just say which one you would uh, <laughs> you would choose. It's with. 
pretty slim pickings, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> no, um, it'd be Storm. I mean, I've met him. I've met him in real life. Uh, yeah, he's yeah. Not, he's not as bad as what he makes it out to be. It's like as if he logs into this site and this gremlin takes over his brain. Uh, <laughs> when you get him in a party, um, he's absolutely hilarious, and he does actually talk sense. When you get him in a party, he can talk sense about football. It's just when he comes on here, it's total bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, on on the on the shout box or in a you know you can't have a sensible conversation with Storm because he doesn't know the word sensible, um, especially when it involves Spurs and uh, you know other football teams. Um, but I mean, yeah, Tan's the deficiency. I mean, he can't be finding too many deficiencies when he's top of the league um, and only lost one game all season. Um, so Tan's that's, just that's the other reason people get pissed off with it. I think is because. He says about, you know, if it was Geordie Croft saying it or if it was Soggy Cabbages saying it, maybe you'd take it a bit easier. But I think it's because it's Tans and he's top of the league. People don't like it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I, I'd probably I'd probably say Storm as well, um, just because, you know, I'd like to think I'd get a bit of sense out of him face to face. And the fact that if you think Burnsy, you'd have to go to Scotland. And let's be honest, no one wants to do that. Oh, well, I'm actually going up to Scotland in December, so don't say that. Don't say that. Fucking hell, mate. Did you lose a bet or something? <laughs> no, going up well, to the uh, mighty CT of Glasgow for a weekend. To be so, fair, uh... mate, I mean, you know, fair play, you know, visiting the third world and all that, you know, do your best for the uh, best for yeah. Um, yes. Next question. Um, and well, next two questions have come from Bry. Now that the reset is confirmed, are you in favour of a hard or soft reset? Um, <laughs> jam. Um, well, I mean, for me, it's like again, it, it's got to be one thing, and that's a hard reset. I mean, what the fuck even is a soft reset? <laughs> I know. I think some of the things muted is that they wanted to take one player with them and all this bullshit. I just think it's ridiculous. Let's just completely reset it. It'll cause more problems from the admin room if we have to designate, you know, people have to say who they want to keep and all this bullshit. Just literally one one way, and that's a full reset. Everyone gets a new team. I don't know what Marcus thinks, but everybody starts, everyone in the league starts on 25 million screwed or whatever and literally just reset the whole bloody thing. Yeah. Uh, everybody on a level playing field, no bitching, no whinging. Um, you know, if you want to swap, you know, if you get, say, a 75-rated player and a 76-rated player and you want to swap them first thing, then go ahead. But, you know, there's no um, there's no unfair playing field. Everybody back to square one. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, Marcus? Um, I'm going to pass on that one, and I'm going to uh, let everyone uh, have a think about it. Yeah, well, we'll wait and see. I'll pass on that one. Well, well watch this space. Um, second question from Bright. If there was an AG Fantasy League Hall of Fame for the players that have become legends of the league, which two players would you nominate? Um, so... My picks are Bastos and oh, Lewis Muriel. Can, can I guess yours, Ash? Yeah. I think you would. One would be Adebayor. Yeah. Yes. Yes, the and mighty Adebayor. Other, yes. And I think the other one would be Krishna. Yes. Yes, Krishna is. Uh, yes, they for me. Um, I mean, it, it depends in that question. What if it's for the entire league? Um, yeah, I'd probably look a little bit differently. But in terms of my team, yeah, they would be my my two. Uh, legends of my team um i mean jam 
I don't know who who would be for you. Um, for me, I would probably say Thiago Mendes again. If it was my team, Thiago Mendes, and oh, I don't even know. Maybe Jao Felix. I think no, Gabriel Jesus. Gabriel Jesus definitely. Um, but again, if we're talking the, the leagues in general, I think the whole Delit saga when Storm had him, um, you know, was hilarious. Um, so I think he he's got to be in there for sure. Um, and yeah, I don't really know, but probably Eddie Bayor as well. I think probably Eddie or Joseph Martinez. Oh god, it's so difficult, isn't it? Yeah, I'll go Eddie Bayor, Eddie Bayor, because that season you had with him, he was just unstoppable. He's very overpowered. Um... I mean, Marcus, uh, is there any names that sort of stand out over the... Uh... It's kind of difficult for me because I don't really sort of have, a, have, have an affinity to any players. But I think Bastos, what Bright mentioned when he was doing the rounds in the early days of the Fantasy League, he was passed around... Uh, Pillars of Post. Uh... Pillars of Post, yeah. And the other one um, is Delit. Um, I think... I think uh, he's been a bit of a legend on this FIFA. Having said that, one player I've missed out, Nangolan. Yeah, Nangolan, that guy caused me so much hassle when I was on holiday. <laughs> it was unreal. Um, he proper had a meltdown. Um, Storm was crying. Um, he was ringing me on holidays. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was not good. It was not good. But no. uh, yeah, I think if I have to, I, if I have to pick one, it'd be Nangolan. How do you explain that to the missus? Be like, oh my god, what's what's going on? Like, is somebody passed away? You know, like, it's some some sort of problem in, in work. Oh no, no, it's just that you know, a fantasy site that I've got where the players, you know, the fake players are traded for fake money. <laughs> yeah, someone someone lost somebody. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh no, he's crying about it. Oh, oh by the way, by the way, he's like fifty years old. Brilliant. <laughs> 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 oh, really oh, um, yeah, that's fair enough. Um, Right, next set of questions to come from Hilly. Uh, will there be a fancy league or a Super 6 league set up for everyone to participate in the upcoming Premier League season? Could be for Scudo. Um, well, I think Bertie's... Um, I, I think there's sort of an unofficial one going, isn't there, in the uh, in the forum that someone's... I think it's, uh, it's the, the official unofficial. Oh, um, yeah, it yeah. Abs- it says absolute gaming. I think, you know, Bertie said it up last season, but there weren't many people in it. I think yeah. it's set up this season and already there's more people than last. Yeah, so. there's quite a few. Um, yeah, so I mean, just to answer that one quickly, it is in the in the forum. So if you haven't seen, have a little look because, um, yeah, it looks like there's a few people in there. And uh, I think the problem we've had in the past is that they've sort of just faded away over the course of the season um, with uh, fantasy leagues. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it is in there and it is, you know, it could be interesting. Um, if this is a good question, if you were put in charge of FIFA, and that's the footballing body, so not the game, what would be the first thing you'd add or change about football and why? Um, I'll start with you, Marcus. I would commit players to doing refereeing. I think there's a lack of understanding of the game amongst current referees at the highest level. Players earn more than enough money now in this day and age, and I think we should have a percentage to actually stay on and actually referee as well. Yeah, yeah, I think that's uh, that'd be fair enough, Jam. I think I would change the um, the way that transfers work to way to a way that's sort of more similar to I believe I don't follow it that much to the NFL, where 
I think rather than signing, say, I don't know, let's say when Mesut Ozil signed for £42.5 million to Arsenal and they pay him X amount a week for five years or whatever, it's literally just a case of there's no transfer fees. You pay the player, say, I don't know, £5 million a season and then at the end of that season, he's then a free agent again. And he can choose to re-sign with you if he wants, or he can choose to re-sign with someone else. And every single season, people only have a, a one-year contract. Um, and I think we're not probably far that, that far away from something like that happening anyway. Good job. Um, but I just think you know it would make things so much um, more fluid, you know. And I think you know, if somebody did come in with money. You know, for example, let's say, I don't know, Wolves or Everton, you know, they've got a decent amount of money. Let's say they turn around and come at it with 100 million. They could say, right, Ozil, Aubameyang, you know, right, I want you, 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 Harry Kane, yeah, you come as well, you know, and all of you will pay you 10 million a season to come and spend one season. You know, I think you'd see a lot more winners of the Premier League than you would do now. You know, a lot more different winners. Yeah, I think that's a good call. Um you know, I mean, uh, that could be interesting. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it would mix it up. Um, yeah, yeah, good idea, Jam, good idea. <laughs> Not a um, pretty face, mate. No, 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 well, quite right, you know. Um, next oh, question. No, 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 that was it. Not a pretty face, that's it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, next question. Uh, it's come from Mouse, and it's for you, Marcus. Um, Marcus, we have a weekly wanker of the day in our amazing F1 league. But who would be your wanker of the season so far in either the F1 or the football leagues? I, I think the F1 might be a little bit difficult to uh, answer, really. But um, have, yeah, a, have a crack. Uh, F1, I'll, I'll pass on that. I'll give it to Golden Beard for a uh, token gesture. Um, yeah. For the football leagues, it's got to be. It's got to be Joby. He just, it's, what a wanker. He just stands out the mile, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, it is frustrating because I think if he actually took part, he'd be decent and he'd be further up the leagues. And he may, he may, he may enjoy the game a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, you know, he just uh, just doesn't get involved with anything, which is... Um, is it, the problem sometimes, you know, and that's why he's not as high up in the league as he possibly could be. Um, Jam? Uh, I reckon Berger could do the double in that, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations, Berger. There's your double this season, mate. Um, this yeah, season? For sure. It's the, yeah. only, it's the only double he'll ever uh, experience on the site. That's it. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe a double cheeseburger. <laughs> a double cheeseburger, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, yeah, in agreement from me as well. Um, next question, funnily enough, comes from Berger. Um, and again, it's for you, Marcus. What is the one thing that irritates you on site and in time would like to get rid of? No, um, I think I'm gonna be all uh, well, I think it's lack of communication from everyone um, it's we want ideas from people people don't put them forward yet they first to moan on the shout box you know if you're not going to speak up uh, and put things <clears throat> down in the forum how the hell are we supposed to know um, again all around the admin room just it is just 
lack of communication but it is difficult because people have got lives outside the site etc and all that and things do get missed i think you can't get rid of it because it's always been like that since well day dot since 10 years um but yeah that would be mine just lack of communication yeah jam no hang on don't ask me that because that's for um marcus only right oh, uh, go on. i was gonna I an well go on no go on go on have you got an answer you got an answer what would it be for you well i just think for me i don't know what marcus thinks and obviously and yourself ash but coming from i'd say like the second wave i guess of, of refugees would be the first wave actually um you know when me rhino Payne, joe gumby you know all those lads came across from from a previous site i think there is still a little bit of a, a them and us mentality um that's sort of you know dormant there um, I mean, we, we have a bit of banter about it, you know, the whole WhatsApp, Facebook grinder and all that shit. Um, but genuinely, I think there is a, a bit of an undertone to it as well. And I just don't think it's great. You know, I, I don't like to see people, um, you know, sort of jump on Xbox and be like, oh, right. OK, there's, there's two parties here. You know, there's one that's, you know, got six, seven people in. There's another one that's got maybe three or four or five people in. Why don't they all just come in one bloody party, you know, um, especially if they're all in the same game. So. I just think a little bit more of integration and a little bit more, you know, let's all hold hands and sing Kumbaya is what I would say. That's what I'd like to see happen. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. <coughs> yeah. I, I mean, I said right at the very, very start a long time ago, you know, there was always going to be a better name period between the two. Um, and it went, it went actually better than I thought it would, to be honest. I don't know how you felt about it, Jam, but I thought it went better than it, it went better than uh, I thought it was going to do. Uh, but yeah, Jam's right. There's still a little bit niggly here and there, but is it going to go away? I don't think so. I don't, you know. I just think that people have things stuck in their head, and they use the same banter for the last ten for the last ten years. Are they going to change? I don't think you know. I mean, honest. nobody. I mean, I'm I'm the last person to begrudge anybody. And again, I'll I'll use the typical um, the typical two deals. I'm the last person to begrudge. You know, Rhino giving Payne a better deal than he'd give Storm, and Storm giving Aaron a better deal than he'd give Rhino. That that doesn't bother me. That that just happens, you know. But I do think that you know, there's no reason not to be civil and not to have a laugh with people, you know, on an event night or any other night. And yeah, that you know, I think that's you know, that's where I draw the line really. Yeah, I think yeah, I think you're right. I mean, like, there's been many a time that we're sat in parties, um, the tournament's still going on, etc., and people just shoot off. Yeah, not I even mean, saying bye. Really, really. Yeah. I think it works from both ways. I mean, I'm quite happy with how things are going anyway. I wouldn't say you've got to stay or whatever because it's people's prerogative at the end of the day. Um, but uh, yeah, I think you touched on a good point there, Jam. To be honest. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. Um, and the final... Oh, hang on, hang on. Headphones come out my ear. Headphones, headphones come out my ear. Um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, final question is for Marcus. And this has come from Plunkett. Following the new lads joining the site without any issues, uh, do you plan on doing another recruitment drive ahead of the new season reset, or do you feel the site is at a comfortable level of members? Um, I'll... I would have to guess that we'll get people coming in anyway. Off the back of a new game, you get all the old heads who want to come back in, who want to try it. That's no problem. Um, so I think next season numbers will probably increase anyway, naturally. Um, but 
do we need to do a recruitment drive? Probably. But it's quality over quantity as well. I don't want a league of 100 members if only 15 or 20 are active. What's the point? You know, you've got to have people who contribute at some at some part of it that contribute to the league. Now, I'm not asking everyone to stay on and post a thousand posts a day. I'm not asking everyone to play friendlies. I'm not asking them, but you've got to contribute in some way to the league. Be it a blog, be it, you know a forum post, be it getting involved in the forums, in transfers, anything. And I think it's quality over quantity. You'd rather have someone who's going to bring something to the league rather than someone who's just going to sit there and not do anything, play the games and go, because that's not what this league's about. Yeah, yeah, I think so. You know, it's all about it's all about getting the people in that are, you know, will get involved and are active because, you know, an active league of, uh, you know, 30, 35 members, as we've got at the moment, um, for the majority, is better than a league full of, you know, 50, 60 members where only half are active. Um, you know, because it, it just adds to the site and it adds to the leagues. And, uh, you know, no one really wants to see a straggler um, in the leagues think, as such. I think for me, just to finish off on that point as well, I think one thing that's sort of come to the fore recently with a couple of players, and again, I'm, not, I'm, I'm genuinely on purpose not going to name names as well. Um, but I think sometimes when people are a bit less active when it comes to events and tournaments and, and things like that, and like you say, they do just come play their games and, and, and get paid for the league game and that's it. That's For me, I know obviously where you're coming from, Marcus, for me, if you're the sort of person that genuinely cannot make events at nine o'clock or, you know, you can't get on to do this, that or the other, fair enough, you know, fair enough. Not everybody can. However, don't then be that person that turns around and whinges and bitches and moans and you know really puts it out there they're not happy with the fact that someone else has got a better team than them because they're earning yeah. event money they're earning bonuses that may be ad hoc you know well, well what do you mean you got 10 million bonus marcus didn't say there'd be a 10 million bonus oh i'm sorry does that mean you would have turned up then yeah, you know, exactly. Like, that's that's bullshit, mate. You know, you don't do it for the yeah. Fair enough. Some people do it for the scudo, but you shouldn't. You should do it for the fun. You should do it for the enjoyment and the community aspect. Yeah. You shouldn't do it just because oh, there's a chance of me getting some scudo here. I better turn up, play my games, and fuck off. Mm-hmm. I think just to <clears throat> on that jam because obviously I know you guys want to wrap it up, but I've seen it mentioned a couple of times in different forum threads, etc. That you know activity and all that i i will always and this will never ever change i will reward those who who are active on the site yeah because at the end of the day there's no point creating a site and spending a hell of a lot of money in the upkeep of it if someone is not going to use it the site is there for a reason now if that person is going to come along and post five or ten posts a day or they're going to do a blog etc they're going to get rewarded for it they're going to be part of the community now that will never change so rewards for events will never, ever change. They might change in terms of how much we pay, but it'll always be those ones who are willing to put the efforts in will get rewarded. And then they've got the chance of earning a better team. Only a chance, because you've still got to go to the transfer market, you've still got to go to auction. So even then, it doesn't guarantee that you are going to get a better team, but it will put you in a better position than what you were against Joe Bloggs, who does literally nothing, and then, like Jam says, whinges about it. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, you know, well, yeah, that's it. Um, 
that concludes the listeners' questions. So, as always, thank you for those that sent them in. It's always a, it is a big part of the podcast. Who won? Um, I mean, what was the best question? Ew, yes. Yes, so, uh, best question. Uh, let's have a little look. Uh, I think um, I think Riverlands really about the point. yeah the free, about the yeah, um, I like that one the the the, the, the few pints yeah I'd say that I think it's a little bit different um, like to what everyone else is uh, uh, that everyone else puts in I mean I don't know what you think Jam you happy with uh, yeah. Rivers yeah yeah I'm I'm happy to do that I mean honourable mention to um, Plunkett's question there at the end you know very thought provoking and I like and I think Bry as well I like good, I like questions that aren't always about FIFA when he asked well obviously it was about FIFA but not the game. Um, you know, I, I like questions that are a bit different. I know a lot of people don't like us talking about real football, um, but um, I do like a little bit of a segue into that sometimes. But yeah, no, I'll agree with you guys. Riverman can win. Yeah, well, well done, River. That's a good question, and uh, you've won this week's uh, best question. So well done to you. Um, obviously, you know we will. Uh, you know, it is a big part. So please do get involved with it. You know, in terms of uh, uh, getting a question across. You know. Uh, if that's for our panel or for a special guest on for that week, then, uh, you know, it's really, really good to see. Um, and I'll, I will wrap up on that bit there. So back over to you, Jam, to finish things off. Yeah, cheers, mate. Again, I mean, just on that, you know, there is no easier way than to win five million than literally asking a question. Um, you know, you don't, you don't have to turn up to an event. You, you know, it's more than an event money at the end of the day, you know, asking a podcast question. Um, and it gives us content to talk about. So thank you very much. Um, yeah, I will round up and I'll just say, obviously, thanks very much for Marcus to coming back on this podcast second time round. Um, of course, anybody who wants to come on the podcast, please do. Um, whether it's your first time, second time, whether it's your, you know, in River's case, like seventh or eighth time, it doesn't matter. If you want to come on it, then do. Um, I think. Again, it would be nice rounding off towards the edge of the season if we can get maybe two guests on next time and, and do a, a sort of four-way podcast. Um, ideally, a championship and league one, if possible, because obviously me and Ash have got the Prem covered. Um, so, yeah, if, if you want to uh, come on, send me or Ash a message and we'll get it arranged. But uh, for the meantime, I'm coming up to about uh, just under a minute, an hour and 20 minutes, so quite a long one today. So, um, Ash, if you want to say uh, your goodbyes, my friend. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening all. Um, and, uh, as Jam said, if you want to get involved, um, then then please do PM PM one of us. And uh, we're also going to be looking at ways uh, to sort of get the community more involved uh, as of the next podcast. So, um, yeah, do keep an eye out for that as well. But, um, yeah, no, cheers as always, guys. The support's really, really good. And, uh, and Marcus, thanks obviously for coming on, mate. Really appreciate it. Always generates a bit of buzz when you, you're on there. So thanks very much for that. Yeah, brilliant. Thanks for having me on, guys. Um, I just want to say well done to the both of you. I think you've done a fantastic job. I think it's 27, is it now, Ash, this one? Uh, this is 26. So, 26 uh, so, I mean, it's Ash was saying just before we come on air, it's been a full year now uh, mm. that we that you guys have been doing it and I think you've done a fantastic job it's, it's one of the best features that the site's ever integrated especially over the last 10 years so full credit to you guys I'm not going to blow much smoke up your ass now <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ I mean yeah the fence panels and the smoke up ashes arse you'd be really struggling <laughs> um, but yeah anyway yeah thanks uh, for coming on Marcus and obviously Ash thanks for pushing the buttons obviously without you it wouldn't be possible so thank you very much um, but, uh, but yeah we'll leave it there boys thank you very much for listening and uh, and we'll see you on podcast 27 